Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. This week we watched Scavenger's Reign on HBO Max. Max. Oh, that's right. It's just Max now. Max. It's just Max now. (laughs) So I usually ask you like a couple questions before we get started, like at, at the beginning, like what did you think? Yeah. And uh, do you want to tell everybody what this was about? Uh huh. I'm wondering how easily you can answer either of those questions. Uh, the first one I can answer very easily. Okay. The second one, we're going to have to stumble our way through trying to explain what this show was about. Okay. What'd you think? I don't know why, but I fucking loved this. Okay. Something about this animation style and how absolutely wildly trippy is the wrong word, but just really off the wall, everything that the show was displaying. Yeah. It's very anime. It's got like some like spirited away type, uh, imagination to it. Yeah. And something about that, triggered in me like a core memory and it this is going to be weird but just stick with me on it of the muppet babies cartoon i don't know why i i don't i think i've talked about this in the podcast but i don't know why but that show when i was a kid always i think because so much of it had to do with imagination and just you know all that sort of thing just triggered in me the desire to draw all the fucking time i would sit like that was appointment viewing for me because it would interest me and excite me enough to like start trying to draw some creative shit this show i haven't done any of that yet but this show triggered the same thing in me and i haven't drawn in probably over a year at this point it's just i haven't felt like drawing but this show triggered in me some like burst of I, I need to draw the things in the show and like tr- bring up my watercolors and like paint again and like all that sort of shit. Nice. I don't know what it is about it though, because the show was just kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's it been very well received and yes. I was like, uh, I Googled it and one of them was like, this is like the sleeper hit of the year or whatever. Uh, I liked it too. I had seen a similar review a couple of weeks ago and it, even just from the re- review that I read, it made me, th- it made me think that I was going to have this reaction to it. It just seemed wildly creative and, and that sort of thing. Um, I just never took the time to sit down and watch it. Okay. Do you want to tell everybody what this show is about? As best I can. This show is a space fantasy sci-fi thing about the crew of the Demeter 227 which I wasn't fully keyed in at that very like beginning pre-credit sequence or whatever it was are they afraid like were they always a science investigation or expedition or something or were they a freighter like I don't know what they were yeah but they end up crash landing on a planet and 
the show follows three maybe or was it four i think it's three separate uh, three groups that got separated yes yeah uh one of which is somebody who's trapped in his section of the ship at least at the time we start watching one of the points of view is a pair of people that are trying to call down the sh- what what's left of the ship or something to be able to try and repair it and escape the planet and then another who seems to have resigned herself to we're going to be here a while so she set up some farming yeah sort of stuff going so i don't know how long any of them have been here at this point i don't know if i missed a six months later sort of interstitial but they make reference to a few months okay yeah that feels right given everything but this planet doesn't seem particular particularly hospitable there are some very, very weird flora and fauna things going on. Right. That they they seem to be familiarish enough with. Like they're able to, like one group's able to use them for, as like light sources and like inflatable balloons to let them into the sky. And they're also like crawling up the anuses of of like gigantic pigs. Like I don't understand how they like. I don't know if that's figure outable in that span of time that seems like yeah yeah that's where the few months doesn't make sense unless these are wildly creative and wildly desperate people i guess maybe because yeah i don't know that they crawled into the anus i think he cut a hole in that thing's side and then dug into it oh i thought he crawled up the anus uh, he pulled out a knife of some kind, it looked like, and like cut into it. Oh. Well, I mean, Either way, it's gross. Like because he was already... in the he was in the guts of it. He was amongst the guts, not like in its uh Oh, okay. That explains why he didn't get digested. Yes. Because that was my other question. Then I just like wrote it off. It's like, well, we don't know the physiology of these And he was only it. in there for a few minutes. So right. yeah. I thought he I mean because he he cut it open and I thought we were seeing a Tauntaun situation where he was cutting it open for warmth. Well, wait a minute. He got thrown up though. That's fair. I don't know how he got into that. He It was definitely a cut in the side. Okay. Cause we, the, the creature was, we were seeing the profile of the creature when he cut into it, went into it in the side, unless it's anus. I mean, fuck, I don't know. <sighs> it no part of this show makes me think that he couldn't have crawled into its anus. Right. Other than it seemed like he was laying on piles of guts, which he wouldn't have been able to do if he crawled into its anus. He would have been assuming it has, who fucking knows, man, anything about yeah, this creature. We're not veterinarians on this planet. We don't right. know. Right. Um, but yeah, I thought it was weird uh, him like kickstarting this. I thought he was going to start driving this this creature like with, with how he was kicking things around and kind of settling in. It seemed like he was setting oh, into yeah. uh, like a captain's chair within the belly of this beast. Yeah. Also, how did he have a light source up there? Up where? In it? Yeah. He didn't bring a light source with him. How could he see the guts and stuff? He was I think the hole. I think that's the hole. That's that just furthers my belief that he cut a hole in it. Like the the hole was still open. How much light gets up our buttholes? Not the butthole. The hole that he cut. Okay. Side question. 
slash Michael's musing. Uh, how much like it's a purple horse? Not enough <laughs> to protect us from COVID, apparently. <laughs> what? It's a, it, it's a oblique reference to Donald Trump saying that we should just find a way to get sunlight inside of our bodies since sunlight was killing COVID. You remember? <laughs> Remember that press conference where you could see it, you could see the gears taking in his brain, and he was just like, "If there was some way <laughs> to get sunlight, I can't believe he's going to be president again." Oh my god, the nightmare! Yeah, yeah. If they've been there for months, yeah. How did it? Did that guy who is basically a prisoner in his ship? survive for months aliens oh dude you're right aliens maybe that wasn't the first time that that alien grossly force-fed him i don't think so he seemed uh surprised by this thing he seemed like under some sort of mind control though afterwards for sure so maybe it's just like and he wasn't before so yes that's why he hasn't been fed by that thing before no i'm saying maybe it's a temporary like mind wipe mind control it wears off type thing that's possible i think it's also possible that whatever section of the ship he was stuck in happened to have some food supplies yeah it took me until the end of the episode to realize they were all on the same planet. That was that was so different. Where the each of them were, I just assumed. But yes, the 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 biomes each of them are in were so wildly different. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Sam and Ursula hop down this pit. First, they have to take these animals and like snort them up their nose and hope they don't like face hugger them. But somehow they have figured out that these animals will let them like breathe the poisonous air or filter it out or something down there. Of all the weird ass shit that they used creatures for, like kicking around in the guts of that thing, um, those weird bioluminescent balls, uh, the balloon creature. Yeah. Of all the things that there, the breathing apparatus is the one that I had a real hard time suspending disbelief that they could have figured out reasonably everything else. I'm like, maybe fucking around with some creatures you could figure it out, but I cannot imagine a state of mind where you had to think, I'm going to shove this thing up my nose. I'm going to let it stick its tendrils up there. Yeah. Unless, uh, unless like all of these animals are documented in some way. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah. I won't be surprised if we don't though. This just, this show seems wild enough that I think you're just along for the ride or not. Yeah. Uh, so they're down in the pit and then Ursula gets her face mask knocked off of her. If I remember it, ran, it ran out. Oh, it ran out. And so she's like struggling for breath. And then um, Sam gets the inflatey things ready and like hands her the inflatey and then leaves before she does. She got, she was getting pulled up. But from what I understand or what I remember, because um, I watched this on Monday, both of them, hers was running out more rapidly because she was panicking because she had that weird vision. Yeah. But his ostensibly would have been running out relatively soon as well. So I don't know that he had a lot of time to wait around. Uh, he had 10 seconds to make sure she had her feet off the ground before he left. But that's the other thing. As I remember it, she did have her feet off the ground and she, in her panic attack, dropped it. Mm. 
I thought he just left before she even activated it. it. He de- it, it was definitely a bang, bang, bang. Like, yeah. it's, it, let's we've got to get the fuck out of here sort of thing. Yeah. And if he had dropped, like, maybe he inflated his too soon without, you know, seeing her lifted off the ground. But I think once he decided they were both headed off ground, and that's how I'm remembering it, is that they were both going... I, I don't blame him for continuing to go because if he had dropped his shit, he's shit out of luck. So Right. That was my other thought. It's like, even if he did wait for her to get started and that things went wrong for her, what the fuck's he going to do about it? Which I honestly appreciated the, the, even if he didn't necessarily think that all the way through, that's certainly the, how I would logically think about it. Just, all right, time to, time to go if you and me were in that situation i like fumbled it around and dropped it would you just leave me i would never have seen you fumbled around and dropped it i would have already left (laughs) wow dude (laughs) i'd be over there like taking my like face hugger off my thing and like sharing it with you i would have dropped it uh, i would have dropped the shit for you (laughs) as i was floating away (laughs) yeah that's fair it's just a hard situation for sure uh, what else? You I this, this. Those are my notes. Yeah, I don't have a ton of notes either. I don't know. This is a weird one for us to review, or yeah. for us to talk about. Not necessarily to review, but for us to talk about because it's weird and trippy as shit. None of the plot lines are connected yet though i could see them finding a way for them to end up in similar places yeah they all see the spaceship coming down to the ground right so that's going to start leading them in that direction Back towards each other yeah. yeah and also did that spaceship have like hundreds of people cryogenically frozen on board of it i that's that's what i I don't know if they mentioned at the beginning. I certainly don't remember if they did. I don't know if we know the point of this mission. So yeah, you may be right that some of this stuff was already cataloged. Maybe they were, maybe they were planning on landing on this planet. Yeah. Um, and colonizing or something. Well, then all they need to do is get the spaceship down and <laughs> their mission accomplished, which is why maybe that isn't the mission because they've already accomplished it then. Cause that spaceship is heading down. Yeah. <laughs> Unless what's going to happen is they're, going to get the ship down realize that the hull was breached and all of the cryogenically frozen people are just dead. Oh, and it's just the four of them. Yeah. With one of them more than likely very compromised. I don't believe, well, nope, two of them. I don't believe for a second that the woman that breathed in spores Ursula. is okay. Is, yeah. Ursula is okay. Yeah. And then prisoner guy is clearly under the thrall of that weird bulbous creature. And then, uh, they're gonna just have like hundreds of corpses that they're gonna have to decide when they're gonna start eating them immediately. Immediately, her farming structure was destroyed, and they were already running out of food supplies. Mm. Per the robot. What else you got for this show? You're gonna keep watching it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna try getting really high getting out my paints oh and watch watching it this weekend you want to talk about the albums did you listen to have you when's the last time you listened to an album before we do that are you gonna keep watching the show probably not okay yeah 
Um, I don't think I've listened to any of the albums in the last... That's not true. I listened to Russ Never Sleeps by Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Oh, what'd you think? Eh. Oh, I thought it was really... I gave it a five. I liked good chunks of it. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to it while working. And so admittedly, I'm sure I'm just like remembering snippets of it. But the parts I'm remembering just felt repetitive. Like there were times where I'd think like, shit, is this song still going on? Mm. Um, Did you rate it? No, I did. Like I only just now when I was pulling up the the website or whatever, uh, it gave me the prompt to review it because I had pulled it up. Um, And no, I haven't rated it yet. I'll probably give it three or four stars. I, I liked what I listened to. There was just, it's not enough for me to give it five stars. Yeah. T for the Tiller Man. That's today's. It's today's five stars. An album I'm very familiar with and I love. What else? What else did you listen to this week? I've had a good week, actually. Uh, Max and Quay by Tricky yesterday was four stars for me. A uh, rap album from the 90s. Okay. Here My Dear by Marvin Gaye was another four stars. And Rust Never Sleeps is a five stars for me. Then Automatic for the People by R.E.M. was a four stars for me. So, yeah. It was a good week. Nice. Have you... Do you listen to much R.E.M.? I don't think I've ever listened to any of their albums, no. Mm-hmm. But the songs... That everybody knows I like quite a bit. Yeah. Everybody so, hurts. Yep. Stand. Stand. Uh, losing my religion. Yeah. Probably another one. Anyway, yeah. I, I like I like all that stuff quite a bit. And I generally like people with uh, interesting voices. And I think Michael Stipe has an interesting voice. Yeah. I expect I will like that. That's honestly, when I was looking through that list, that that and the Cat Stevens one, they're probably the one that I'll try and listen to sometime this weekend. Oh, yeah. If you're going to get high, listen to them while you're high. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's do some Mind Trap, I guess. All right. Fire away. This is Mind Trap, the segment we do when we don't have anything else to talk about. Mm-hmm. I do have something else to talk about after we do Mind Trap, though. Oh, go ahead. No, after we do Mind Trap. All right. It will close out the show. Mr. Greenwich owns a rugged cottage that is without power. There is a grandfather clock in it, which he frequently forgets to wind. One day, when this happened, he went to Mr. Quantum's to check the time. When Mr. Greenwich returned, the first thing he did was set his grandfather clock to the correct time. Since he does not have a TV, telephone, or radio, how could he set his clock without knowing the length of the trip to Professor Quantum's? This might be the first actual riddle that has ever happened in Mind Trap. (laughs) I don't know. He had a wristwatch. (laughs) I revoked my statement. (laughs) I knew you were going to be mad about that. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought there was a distinct possibility. There was something in what you said that made me like I did. I had originally just thought, oh, he's just got to watch. But then I don't know what it was that I discounted that midway through that story. All right. It, wait, hold on now. Hold on now. If he had a wristwatch, why did he need to go to Mr. Quantum's in the first place? He knew what time it was the whole time. <laughs> don't argue with me, dude. I didn't write the card. Okay. You know, fuck <laughs> mine trap. I completely revoked my last statement. That's some bullshit. <laughs> go on. Throw, throw me another one. Clem Walton was cleaning out his old barn. He was dragging things out into the yard and filling containers with useless items he had collected over the years. At one point, he rolled an old barrel out of the barn, which weighed 20 kilograms. Clem put something in the barrel, and when he was finished, it weighed less. What could it have been? A hole. Yeah. Also, he was wearing a wristwatch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You read it to me. This one? Yeah. This is the one we just did. Oh. I think I grabbed the wrong card. All right. Jesus Christ, even the answer is too long. Okay. I'm ready for it. It was a warm, rainy day. At 9.30 a.m., Sid Shady. Do you think this is where Eminem got his name from? Yeah. At 9.30 a.m., Sid Shady left his idling car facing the Rolling Donut Shop and walked down the hill to Al's garage. Shady complained to Al that his car had been acting strange lately. At 10 a.m., Shady's driverless car rolled down the hill, went through the Rolling Donut Shop window, and killed none other than Mrs. Shady. The puddle of water on the floor of the driver's side convinced Shadow to suspect Shady of foul play. Since Shady did not use any mechanical device, how could he have committed the crime when he, he wasn't? An yeah. ice block on the brake. Ice block on the brake. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I didn't need... I didn't... <laughs> like, look at this. It's a yeah. paragraph. Here's the description. Shady had left his car idling in drive and kept it stationary by wedging a piece of ice between the brake pedal and the bottom of the dash. Shady had timed the melting of the ice to exactly half an hour, hoping to use Al as his alibi. What I want to talk about is that David Copperfield is going to steal the motherfucking moon, dude. What? <laughs> Go on. That's it. He's got a trick that he's been planning supposedly for the next for the last 20 years to make the moon disappear. And as we all know, David Copperfield, when he made the Statue of Liberty disappear, what he actually was doing was stealing the real Statue of Liberty, replacing it with an old one so that he could have the or with a fake one so that he could steal the gems that were in the crown of the Statue of Liberty. What the fuck does he want with the moon, dude? This is what the last time we recorded, I, I have a Google alert that I've yeah. had set up on my phone for three goddamn years, maybe longer. I think since we started this podcast to uh, alert me anytime there's news about David Copperfield and more often than not, it's bullshit articles. He's, it's just stories about David Copperfield. He's gone too far. He hasn't yet. I think we have to stop him. He wants to he wants to control the tides and bend the world to his whim. <laughs> We have, we have to stop David Copperfield before it's too late. Hashtag don't steal the moon, David Copperfield. <laughs> yes, everybody hashtag that at David Copperfield. Hashtag don't steal the moon, you coward. 
I have been sitting on that for a week and a half, dude. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't tell me that, like, off podcast. I can't. I At least three separate times, <laughs> I, I keep getting alerts about it uh, because some other news uh, site picks it up. And every time I think, I need to tell Michael this. No, I said, I'm going to wait until the next time we record. I'm going to wait until the next time we record. You And you did, uh, last time we recorded, mentioned it and told me not to Google it. You know what I didn't do? I didn't Google it. Do you know why? Because you completely forgot about yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How is this not bigger news? I don't know. Is he going to, like, fly somebody out onto the moon to verify that it's, like, missing now? I don't know. How did how did we... I hope it's Billy Joel. <laughs> All right, got anything else? I don't have a damn thing, dude. Yeah, me either. You want to wrap it up? Thanks for listening to the Episode 1 Podcast with Michael and Eric. You can check out our website. It's episode1podcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter. It's pointless. I haven't posted anything in months. If you really want to get the updates, you should check out our Discord. Uh, which you're going to put in the description of the this uh, week's episode. Uh, I sure can do that. It's also linked on the website. If you haven't looked at the website lately, I fully acknowledge that the link is... It looks really suspect. It looks janky as fuck because I couldn't figure out how to fucking make it work before I uploaded this last episode. But I promise I will at least try to get it fixed b- before the next episode goes up. And then, yeah, I'll put it in the description of this episode as well. Can't you just do like a bit.ly? A bit.ly? I, I mean, I've got I've got a link there. Oh. It's, it's hyperlinked. The problem is what I wanted was to be able to create a button like I had done for or a banner like I'd done for our 1001 albums oh. generator. And for whatever reason, they've moved that option around, and I can't figure out how to do that, even though I had already done that for the fucking 1001 Albums Generator. You know what? Now that I think about it, that we're, we're not getting any new people joining that at this point in time. Maybe I just repurpose that button and make it so that it just links to the Discord instead. If you think that's an okay thing to do. Your passive-aggressive stare <laughs> off in the distance isn't going to carry through audio format, so I will just describe it. Michael's looking off in the distance like I've hurt his feelings. <laughs> uh, if you like the show, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. We're, you know, I haven't checked in a long time, but I imagine we're still sitting at that same number, right? Last time I checked, we were still at 46. Let's do a quick update. Let's see if anybody has gone to the Apple Store lately. Is this where I discover you just went to the Apple store no, the other day? No, I haven't. I No. I've been in that mall, walked past the Apple store, and negle- like it purposely neglected to do that. 46 still. Okay. Yep. All right. So nobody likes the podcast. That's cool. We don't like it either. <laughs> uh, last but not least, big thanks to Boz D for the use of the theme song.